Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. And I'm Emilio. And this is DL Gaming. Welcome. All right. I mean, we already told him it was DL Gaming. But <laughs> <laughs> it's nice of you to reiterate that. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Got to do that sometimes. Yep. Got to push the brand. If I forgot, maybe some of them <laughs> forgot within the few seconds. Uh, all right. Well, before we get started here, we want to do a quick shout out to two new patrons this week coming through. We got Michael Rotella. Thank you very much. Rotella and BMN. Thank all you, right. BMN. It, it must be. Batman's main nemesis, right? Yeah, Batman. No, all right. No, well, I'm thank not you sure anyway. Let right. us know what it is, and if I was right, if it, you are Batman's main nemesis, Bobby's got to pay me some money or something. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting that money from Bobby. <laughs> When's the last right, time Bobby, you had cash in your gotta, pocket, Bobby? Oh, my God. It's been forever. I mean, I don't have a wallet. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have that little con- uh, compartment on the back of my, my phone that, that holds my credit cards. Yeah, that's the way to go. I used to be a serial wallet loser. I lose mm-hmm. everything. I'm, it's just not. But your phone is so fucking important. Mm-hmm. You don't lose your phone. So, yeah, you combine the two, and I have yet to lose my phone at slash or wallet since then. Yeah. God, I was watching a movie recently and a character, it was like a, a teenage character was like, Oh my God, I lost my phone. I'm like, bullshit. There's no way yeah. that happens. Yeah. Nobody ever, at least not a teenager loses their phone. I mean, it's going to be dead. It's going to have a cracked screen, but it's not They aren't going to lose it. But, but I have this whole theory about how cell phones just, ru- the existence of cell phones ruins a lot of storytelling. Don't you think? Well, yeah, but there's things you can do with it too. I, sure. You have to address it in movies, like especially scary movies. Yeah. It, it just sucks that like, you know, like sitcoms, everybody just comes over to talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you wouldn't do oh, that. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying now. I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, see, and, just like, and, and yeah, scary movies. Like, why don't they just call for help? What What's going on here? But no, it's yeah, so, a good plot device now that's like, oh, we're out of cell range. Like that always immediately. You just have happens. to address it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some games that don't have cell phones, I bet. Yep, let's talk about some video games. All right, time for our On the Radar section, where we talk about games that uh, have recently come to our attention, but we have not played. Uh, The first one I want to start off with is Garden of the Sea. This is actually a VR game. Stumbled across it on uh, Steam, and it looks like Stardew Valley, but strictly VR. I I don't think you can play this game without VR. So it's a gardening simulator, but it's meant to be really peaceful and relaxing. You wander around an island, you meet the animals, you do some fishing, and you grow your garden. Uh, Based on the reviews, it's, it's good, but it's not really fully fleshed out um i don't think it's in early access or a beta or anything like that it might be but it sounds like it's um there's not as much to do in it as say stardew valley or my time at porsche but still i like the idea of doing this in vr i it kind of surprises me that we haven't had one of those busy work games one of those like gardening or crop for farming simulator games in vr yet i i feel like you maybe don't need as much because it's so much more time consuming when you do it like this, you have to walk mm-hmm. over to the thing. You got to actually like uh, uh, in VR, you usually don't have to walk, but yeah, you do have to perform the physical actions yeah, yeah. of doing all the things like digging up stuff. I don't know. Have you guys ever thought about having a garden? 
Yeah, I have a garden. I mean, everything's oh, you do. like in dormant right now or dead because of winter. What are you growing? But peppers. Peppers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I grow like I, I grow ghost peppers, and then I grow like uh, what are they called? Like hatch pep, like hatch green chilies. Oh, and you, then so like, I'm growing shishitos, and then I grew some onions too. Uh, Nick, uh, the hatch and the green peppers, like you can use that in recipes pretty uh, easily. But like a, a ghost pepper, that's that's a lot, right? You just use one for an entire pot of something, right? Yeah, and then another thing is that uh, the fucking plant grows like eighty thousand of them. So what do you do like, with all those? Uh, I mean, I tried pickling them, and then my dumbass forgot to like boil the jar. Oh, and so that both jars developed mold, and I was going to send one jar to you guys, oh, and then I was going to send one jar to Diddy, and then I didn't get enough of a harvest to make like to rejar them, and so I'm like, oh, okay, well, you can um, dry they, them they, out too, right? They, huh? You can dry them out too. I thought. Yeah, you can dry them out, but like, you're you're looking to kill somebody if you make like salsa with that like you yeah. know how like you're supposed to toast the dry the dry like whatever you're gonna mace your whole family that, like, that's what i'm saying dude you're playing with fire there do you yeah, ever like do you ever live on the wild side you're gonna like chemically burn your family's eyes and throats <laughs> if you if you if you <laughs> if you like you know how you're supposed to burn or like sear the skin of jalapenos when you make salsa sure uh yeah it, it Every Mexican person that whose mom does that, you like your, your throat itches a little bit, and you're just like, <coughs> with a fucking ghost pepper, you're gonna be on the floor like choking to death. Yeah, you're you're weaponizing the air. Do you ever yeah. want to live on the wild side after you pick them? Just uh, you know, stick your finger up your butt, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I really want to die. <laughs> Yeah, I would, I, I would, I would probably just have a seizure and die. I, I already have enough like digestive problems because of all the medications I take and stuff. Hmm. Fuck that, I'm good. All right. Well, if you don't want a gardener in real life, you can do it in VR. And for only what's the price tag on this game? I think it was twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty four ninety nine. Which for VR games seems about right. And yeah, this is not an early access. It's a full release. Came out January thirteenth. The way you reeled that in was incredible, Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was uh, cute. Uh, another game that I'm not sure. Uh, is it clear on the Steam page if it's VR only anywhere? I mm-hmm. couldn't find it. Yeah, like if you look at Garden at the Sea, right below. Um, right. Yeah, you have to scroll up a little bit, Christian. But right below, it'll say requires one of the following virtual reality headsets. It's a big notice. Like they put it in bright orange right there. We're, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, right so, there below the picture. So, Christian, can you click on Demio? on my list i wasn't sure see if that has it yeah it does right mm-hmm. okay this is a vr only game as well i wasn't sure but uh what a great little idea this is so um it's a tabletop rpg game where you play in vr and you hover above it as if it was like a a game board um it's basically like playing D if you had all the little characters and models and you could make any kind of little dungeon you wanted um but it's its own game it's a standalone game um i think you could also play it uh like um you know just as as the pieces if you want to play D with it as well uh just a great idea it looks fucking fantastic it looks like you're playing with the actual 
pieces, and especially you know now with COVID and not being able to get together in person as much as you want it, this is like a. I almost feel like this would make you feel like you're in the room more than any other VR game, playing this kind of like board game. Really, hmm. do they have anything on tabletop simulator like any visual aids for? D and D for D and D. I'm not sure. I'm sure somebody has made one. There's another game that I've uh, that I covered that's almost exactly like this, but it's not VR. Um, but yeah, it just has all the things for playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I D&D. remember that one. Yeah, but I thought uh, VR simulator. I mean, I thought Tabletop Simulator supports VR. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah we, but the problem with that is you're on a you're on a board. So this looks like it's actually building an environment. Mm-hmm. Like there's oh. little caverns and caves. Yeah. I think it's great. That seems like it'd be difficult to do in tabletop simulator. Um, last thing. So uh, last week, two weeks ago, we did this game of the year um, episode. And so we just kind of pushed everything to later. So I was like, I don't want to lose these games. Let me follow them. And then I'll find them later. And then I was like, oh, how do you find your followed games? Because I don't think I've ever looked at a list. It's a of good them. question. Yeah. And so um, I... I asked Google, somebody had a link. It's like my followed games or something like that. Anyway, you click it, you get this super long list because I've never unfollowed a game. And so there's games that I own, tons of games that I own on there. There's games from way back. And I was like, oh shit. So I deleted a bunch of them. Following basically just means the news about that game comes up on your feed. Hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of them that like came out and were shitty. So it was just good to like, clean that up and then look at stuff that I had followed and then totally forgot about uh, Demio being one of them. Um, There's a couple more on there, but I didn't want to load up the radar. But anyway, yeah, you can look at your followed list and curate it uh, once once you're there. So I recommend you do that so you can just clear out the So that controls what comes up on the Steam main page, like what's advertised to you? No, that's like, um, uh, like there's a... You get updates for news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere, I forget. I think it's it in the library. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. Like you, there's, you get news on. Uh, it's called like things that are going on or something. I, I don't know what it is, and um, I always see it. It's just like oh, like Risk of Rain Two has updated this and this, and also you should continue following games that you're actively playing, like DRG, Bobby. That sh- that would be an obvious follow for you. You mm-hmm. probably already do. And so anytime something like that happens, it pops up. So it's good to follow some of the games that you that you already have. Like TF2 was on there. I left it on there, you know, just because. Hmm. Yeah, why not? They get an update every now and then. Yep. What do you got, Nick? So I have Dying Light 2. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because the um, the gameplay trailer came out for it. And man, does this game look... Great. Um, there's a couple things that I want to nitpick, um, but like I want I nitpick it, but I also give it props for the same thing. Some of the facial animations in this game look amazing, and then some of them look like absolute shit. Hmm. And I don't know if it's because some of them are official cutscenes, and then some of them are just in-game interactions. Because some of the in-game interactions look amazing, and then some of the official cutscenes, you're just like, what? But um, the game looks beautiful. Uh, they do that cool dying light stuff where they 
highlight everything with bright colors, even though it's a zombie game, not everything is gray and like disgusting. Um, the story seems like it's great. Um, you know, they don't tell you that much, but they just kind of give you a tease. Uh, it's coming out soon. Uh, I mean, what is it? February 4th, I think. Nice. Um, it, it is the first gameplay trailer. So, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. A lot of people love dying light. Um, so why not, you know, enjoy, enjoy dying light too. They showed a bunch of, you know, zombies and different zombie types. And so, you know, let's have some fun. Yeah, this is probably a day one purchase for me. And barring barring like catastrophic launch. Um, yeah. Probably day one. I bought it for Diddy. Did you Christmas. ever play the multiplayer for Dying Light One? Uh yeah. And uh, let's see. I played it a little bit. I played the verses a good amount, uh, where some of the people were the special infected and the other ones were like humans. And then um Well they had some sort of game plus mode in it where they put they put in the vehicles and it was basically like continuing not not the story but the character progression from your single player campaign you you could continue that in a multiplayer or a co-op setting and i remember putting a lot of time into that yeah i didn't do that i did uh versus and uh, then there was a standalone um what do you call it battle royale game mm-hmm. where it was only like six people per map but it you know it's melee combat there's guns too but generally it's melee combat and you're just all jumping around this like whatever facility trying to kill each other i liked it um it wasn't very well received but it was free to play if i remember right um but yeah i think they were just kind of testing out certain things with that yeah battle royales are really big at the time i think they were just trying to Make some money. Jump on that. Yeah. All right. Another game I wanted to mention is Crystal Clash. Crystal Clash. This game, I looked at it and I thought, huh, this looks interesting. It combines lane combat. So kind of like a MOBA. Think of like an ARAM, but with lots of uh, uh, NPCs or uh, computer-controlled characters. But they also combine some sort of card element. It's like a card-based game as well. So I thought that was a really interesting combination of uh, two two genres. And, you know, I like those lane-based combat games. You know, I was so into MOBAs for a while. But something that was more like co-op or single-player, like uh, I-, I talked about that Star Wars game. I can't remember the name of it. Um, that Star Wars mobile game a couple weeks ago I played, and that was like my first experience with that kind of game. And I think I never played Minion Masters, but I think that was kind of like it as well. Um, but this one is kind of a, a reboot of another game that this company had made called Rise of Legion. So maybe if you played that one before, this is a, a lot like it. Oh, it's free to play. Yeah, it's uh, it's free to play, which also scares me a little bit. Like, what's the catch yeah, there? Sure. Um, but I don't know. It looks pretty cool. It's probably it something I'll, I'll check out. Is this game out? Yeah, it is out. Just came out on the 14th. Uh, I saw one, dude, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, I, this is something Bobby, this is what Bobby's looking for. And I fucking didn't save it or anything. Um, it, I think it has Pip in the name, Christian. We might be going down a... Uh, Pip. Yeah, Pip, like Pip Soldiers or something. I might be way off. War Pips. Oh, is that the one that you had said? Oh, yeah, Christian. he brought this up. Okay. Full mm-hmm. circle, buddy, full yeah, circle. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the problem 
with this game Warp Pips was that there wasn't enough people playing it when we looked at it last. Uh, and again, that's a huge problem for any type of game that tries to do this is you have to have a, a player base. Excuse and, me, Bobby. That yeah. was pre-DL Gaming Bump. <laughs> See? There's 900 now. <laughs> They're already up to 800. Well, no, this is we're looking at Crystal Clash right here. 840 people playing Crystal Clash right now. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Warpips, 98. Yeah. That actually is more than the it last is time. The last I'm telling you, DL Gaming Bump. Uh, that is a huge bump. Wow, we have such bump. an impact. We have yeah. such an impact on this industry. Sometimes it's amazing to think about. <laughs> I mean, we to do. go from 24 to 98 doesn't sound like much, but four times? Mm-hmm. If you put it in that way, you know, sounds great. That's a 4 million percent increase. It wow. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to check the math on that. Um, uh, Warpips is still in early access? Huh. Oh, okay. Bobby, it's yes and, even though if they're completely wrong. <laughs> and it's fourteen ninety nine. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Crystal Clash, I might I might check that one out. Okay, so um another one off of my list was uh Chicory. Chicory? Chicory. What do you guys think? Chicory? Chicory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicory, a uh, colorful tail. Uh I thought it was a great little oh, that's the wrong one. Or oh, did that come up? I think it linked in sometimes there we go. Uh, so this is a coloring book game, but not like you're coloring a book or anything. It's like you're a character that lives in a comic book. I mean, a coloring oh. book. And um, as you uh, do quests and puzzles and everything, uh, it's all about coloring the environment. I thought it was such a great novel idea. I haven't seen anything like this before. It's overwhelmingly positive with over 1,100 reviews. Um, this looks like a fucking... Easy pickup right here. Uh, how much is this? Um, so twenty bucks. Yeah, um, I think I'm probably going to buy it for Mila and watch her play. Uh, but yeah, you know, as as you're playing, the world's being colorized. It's fucking. Great. So it's not tagged as a puzzle game. It's tagged as an adventure RPG. Yeah, but uh, in the description, explore, solve puzzles, make friends, yeah. draw on. That just leads me to believe that the the puzzles are probably not very complicated, but it doesn't seem like there'd be combat in this game. Doesn't seem like there is. I haven't seen anything to uh, to say that there is. But conceptually, uh, I think it's great. Hmm. Take a look it looks, at it. It looks pretty cute. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Over a hundred plus animal characters. Uh, Ten hour gameplay. Yeah. All right. Uh, last game I want to bring up, there's another Serious Sam game coming out called Serious Sam Siberian Mayhem. Fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's Why? too excited about Serious Sam games anymore. Why? It's funny because these games, I remember really liking these back in the day um, because it was just an onslaught of enemies. And the enemies were creative, too. Uh and also the guns, but it was a very 90s style shooter. And I just don't think it's really made the leap into modern, modern times because I was really excited about Serious Sam 3 coming out. That's when they made a huge bump in graphics. Um, I don't know if that was, I, I don't know how long Crow Team has been developing these games, but anyway, I remember playing it and getting, I don't know, five hours into it and then just completely losing interest. And I don't think they've had a good serious Sam game 
in a in a very long time. I can't imagine this being the one that that changes that because from the pictures and the videos, it looks exactly the same. It's called Siberian Mayhem because it takes place in Siberia, so different setting. But Serious <laughs> Sam always had always had different settings anyway. You like you go to Egypt and then you go to like I don't know just the Middle East, or if I remember correctly, like there was, you were always jumping around to all these different areas. So I don't know why they would really try to like say, Hey, this one's in Siberia, you know, like that's a selling point. Did any place like exclusively have snow? Like was, is that something like, like that's why they're bringing it up? I don't think maybe not. Yeah, I don't really remember any snow levels off the top of my I head. I just see crow teams in their fucking round table just being like, banging their head, and then somebody's like, snow. Yes! <laughs> That's how we'll sell serious. You got it, Mirko. <laughs> Thank you, Nikolai. And then they fucking just What got was the work. puzzle game they made? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was really popular. It was, uh, a lot of people played it. I didn't finish it. Had the little Guys. robot with the cat. Has this always been published by Devolver? That's mm. why I always say yeah. I like 99% of what Devolver puts out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 10%. I mean, this is the 1%. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> um, Talos Principle, that's what it was. Why aren't they making a Talos Principle 2? That's what they should be spending their time did. on. I'm pretty sure they did. That might be off. But they, had a, uh, they had DLC. Mm. I don't think they had a sequel. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So yeah, new serious Sam game. Don't don't be too hopeful. <laughs> um, Arc Raiders. I clicked on it. Um, I was really surprised by the graphics. This is a first person shooter. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> I guess I had my links mixed up. As usual, as per Emilio. Um, anyway, that is so Emilio special. Right there. <laughs> um, I I don't know if this video is like highly curated, but the graphics look great. Um, it's a co-op third person shooter, uh, online, but it is free to play, which sucks, but the graphics make it look like maybe higher quality than, than a lot of that free to play stuff out there. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm feeling like it's kind of like, um, a destiny clone or something like that. Anyway, uh, take a look at it. Um, it looks pretty good. It's going to come out later this year. And yeah, it's a fucking shooting at robots together with friends. And what what bonds people more together than that? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, time to talk about some games that we have played here. Um, I uh, was surprised. I, I wanted to mention this last episode, but I could never work it in. Uh, they gave away for free Jedi Fallen Order. Um Yeah, I I posted it in the Discord, which is why you should be part of our Discord. We've got a channel called Game Gears or or Game Deal, Game Game Deals and Gears. I don't know. (laughs) I always look at it and I just see Game Gear and it reminds me of the Game Gear that I once had. Anyway, it's where we post free games or heavily discounted games. And Twitch was, if you were an Amazon Prime subscriber, which most people are, they were giving away three free games. And they were pretty decent games, one of them being Jedi Fallen Order. And... The other one, I think, was Total Warhammer, and I can't remember the third. That was a full-price game, what, two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I talked about wanting to go back and play this. So I got it, installed it. And surprisingly, my save was still there because the first time I had played this, it was under your EA account, your origin account. And uh, it must have saved locally on my computer and then loaded the save from there. But I was able to pick up right where I left off. So I'm not as far as I thought I was. I I think I maybe have a few more hours of gameplay to go. But um, I was surprised how easily I just got right back into it, which is probably good. I don't I think I would have lost interest if I had to start over from the beginning. Um, But it is uh, returning to it. I am kind of liking it maybe even more than I did the first time. Like I, I just, I think the boss fights are good and like the lightsaber controls. It's not an easy game. It's not a, like a hack and slash. Like you don't just run around and knock people down. It's, um, you really have to think about what you're doing and use your force powers and your blocks and, you know, time everything correctly. So, um, I'm enjoying that might continue it. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, apparently it's saved locally. So that's cool. That's the upside of having a five-year-old computer. Yeah, well, that I haven't reinstalled <laughs> Windows. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people called this the Dark Souls of the Star Wars universe. So I always wanted mm-hmm. to play this. I got it for free, too. So I, I kind of want to fucking boot it up. I've been guess. playing a lot of Bannerlord, and I, I, I can't put it down. And I have Total War coming out next month, but I don't know. You know what's I, interesting it, about Bannerlord? It's going to always be there. You, so. you talked about last week how you lost your save in Bannerlord. So I loaded it up and I tried to load my game and it said, this is from a different module. And I, there was like a button that said load anyway. And I just clicked it and my game loaded up and then I saved it in there. And now it's saved under the 1.7 module. And then I immediately closed it cause I didn't want to get stuck in that again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what happened with mine is that like, so when I loaded mine up, a bunch of the stuff wasn't loading, like prices for items weren't loading and I couldn't buy certain things. Like I couldn't buy like grain and like, also Hmm. I couldn't hire, um, like I couldn't hire certain units. Okay. So maybe I'll run into that problem too, because I didn't do anything. I just loaded it up and thought oh hey it works cool and then clicked right out mix an idiot close <laughs> Quit. but i imagine i'm gonna have the same problem as you dude i love how we fucking treat battle lord like it's a fucking it's a it's a nasty old box in the in the fucking basement like bobby opens the door looks at it fucking shuts the door walks away nick goes in there fucking plays around with it fucking he's like too dangerous gotta go me i fucking i buried that shit years ago i don't i think about it but i don't want to play it we just don't have the time if you were in jail it'd be the perfect game (laughs) if you're in jail that's your that's your new life bro yeah i told you ain't uh, was, never leaving yourself. Yeah, Bannerlord. I've got a buddy who did 23 years, and I was like, hey, are there people that play D&D and like Magic Gathering? He's like, oh, yeah. The, ner- the nerds have their own tables, and that's all they do all day. I was like, hmm, maybe Whoa, it's I can survive in jail. Yeah, maybe it's not that bad <laughs> after all. Yeah. I didn't know they had Magic the Gathering in jail. Then you realize that all the cards are made out of folded over toilet paper, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No one's got sleeves. Um. So, let's see. What do we got? Uh, I played Vampire Survivor. Sounds like a terrible game. Looks that like dude, that sounds like a straight money grab game. Yeah, I know. Looks <laughs> terrible. Vampire, look, vampire fetish. Look at the reviews, though, dude. Like, uh, we're talking about... 
So when you're looking at those numbers, um, I don't know. Do you add those numbers? Bobby, what would you think? What do you mean? Would you add those numbers? Are there 5,000 reviews or are there only 2,000 reviews? Um, I think, yeah, you have to add them up. Yeah. So 5,000 reviews, overwhelmingly no, positive. You, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. So you go totally, to the bottom right here. Okay. And it tells you the total reviews. Which is 2,500 reviews. Okay. Hate to, I know it's a small nitpick, but a lot of people don't know that you can filter all the types of reviews down here, which is kind of neat. Oh, that's good. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it's good to know. Well, either way, 2,500 reviews, really good. Overwhelmingly positive. Um, looks really bad. Looks like um, Castlevania graphics. Even the character, the first character, looks just like, uh, what is his name? Anybody? Dracula? No. The guy. Who's the guy? The main character from Castlevania? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Fuck. He was in a... Um... Alucard? Alucard, nope. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, he's like a vampire hunter. Anyway, uh, it looks just like him. And so it looks like NES graphics. And it's just wave survival. It's not even in waves. It's just a continuous, never-ending horde of bad guys that come at you. Super simple controls. You just move your character. That's it. Up, down, left, right, diagonals. And you don't have to push an attack button. It's automatic. Um, and it's actually really good. The the um, the way the abilities work, the unlocks, the the earning of money to unlock more things, the roguelite uh, in that way. And the game is trying to get well, what you're supposed to do because it's fuck. Eventually, it's just walls of bad guys coming at you. But if you build your character correctly, you can b break the game kind of thing and just do oh. massive, massive uh, damage. But if you fall behind, a la Risk of Rain, if if the hordes and their strength outspeeds how fast you're leveling. Uh, then you're just going to die. It's just a slow death. Um, it, and if you get touched, it is pretty quick to die. You have a health bar, but if you get touched for like a one whole second, you're dead. Uh, but like you can get hit a little bit and then be okay. So the character, the, the bad guys drop health crystals, which makes, there's two things going on. One, you can only get health from like drops, but you have to go explore for those. But counteracting that was is the health, uh, the XP crystals. You got to go back and get XP crystals because you can't walk through this wall of bad guys. So you have to continuously stay in the same area or try to explore to get health back. So it's either one or the other. You can't just you can't just kite. There, there's there's a method to this all this madness that you see. And then you get uh, treasure treasure boxes, uh, which is you know a huge boon. You can get crazy shit out of those things, and it's really exciting when you get that. It, it's just a really you know I was having a really good time. There's nothing bad I can say other than the graphics. Really, uh, the simplicity of the controls actually lends to the mechanics um, because them taking away the attack button means that you you have to learn the timing of your attacks and use that to the best of your advantage. Like your whip goes That's off weird. every one second, right? Or 1.2 seconds or whatever. And so you have to make sure that every 1.2 seconds you get in range to kill something. Otherwise you miss that one 
it, it, it's uh, it's a waste because it's a resource that you're you're expending. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it, and I picked it up for three bucks. So, uh, oh wow, yeah, it's de- totally worth the three dollars. How did you find this game? Just came up on my uh, feed um, because this is the kind of shit that I play. Yeah, highly recommend for three bucks. Hmm. Yeah, this looks pretty good. Yeah. Very cool. And the price is right. All right. Yeah. I got back into another game, For the King. I talked about for this a couple months ago, maybe. For the King. Yeah. I really like this game. They give it away for free on the Epic Game Store. Hopefully you picked it up. Um, it was a roguelike RPG, and you have three characters, and you can play this co-op, but if you play two-player co-op, then one person controls two of the characters, and one person controls one of the characters. So yeah. I played this with... Um, with Christian, you can, play, you can play three people, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you can play three people where one person you know controls has, each you character. Know who has a copy of the game, and that—that's <laughs> really what I rec- would recommend doing. Honestly, I, I'd Asshole. like to play this with each person playing one character. Um, but I played the single uh, single player, and it was fun. But it was just a lot to manage all three of the characters because they can move individually and separately with each other. And it was kind of annoying because one character would have more move speed or whatever and could travel further during the move phase. So if I was trying to move everybody as a group, then it was kind of difficult to keep them together unless you put them all in a boat or something. Um, but I don't know. And I, I, played I, I did two playthroughs on on this and it's a roguelike so you're kind of meant to die at some point and i was having a good time but i felt like i kind of reached my limit of fun with it but that being said if two other people would play this with me i'd i'd still go back to it how much is this now? i'll play with you whenever you want dude all right maybe we can get this i, going love, I love playing this game i've gotten to the final boss for the first map multiple times it's Really fun game. Really? Do you have any uh, any pointers? Because I feel like I'm still kind of new at this game as far as like characters. Um, and I guarantee, like, I promise you that it's going to take a long time to actually make progress until you start unlocking some of the more later um, effects. So um, you're going to need some of the shops that are open at night because at night you don't really do anything right. Besides, like you can travel and stuff, but more of the chaos stuff spawns. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have like the night festival or like the night vendor and a bunch of other stuff, like a bunch of the night stuff, that's good. But just unlocking more of the classes and more of the events makes the game a thousand times easier. Okay, and I've done it's, that. It's like it's exactly like Isaac, where when you the, the more you beat the game, the more items you get, and the more items mm-hmm. you get. Yeah, so you're meant to do a bunch of playthroughs. Yeah, you, I see. Yeah. So you're meant to go through a couple of playthroughs, unlock some stuff, become stronger. And I've unlocked some of the stuff, some of the characters and events, but um, not not a whole lot. Do you have this on Steam? Or? I have it on Epic. Can I have it on Game Pass. It's on free Steam? on Game Pass. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Huh. Okay. I think that's what Christian and I were doing. Okay. Yeah, it's all cross-compatible, and I'd love to go back to this um, to this too. But if we we're playing with play Nick... Leslie. Oh, okay. Well, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'll play. I'll play with anybody. But I'm just saying, like, it, the shitty thing is that when you do play, but when me and Leslie play Isaac, that's our that's our game. Ever since they they made it so that both players are equal now. Um, but like this game, you really do need three people because one person playing two people kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. When you play with three people, it's a lot funner because you have to split loot 
or a lot more fun uh, because you have to split loot and like you get to no one really becomes super overpowered um, unless you want to play like that. That's always a, a really, really weird way to play the game where like you just have one super decked out character. And the only time that never really, I mean, the only time you have a problem with that is when you run into an enemy that counters that character's damage type. Um, so like, for example, if you're like the woodcutter or the lumberjack, whatever the fuck it's called, you just normally just deal physical damage. And there are some, there are some enemies that are physical damage resistant with their armor. And if you're like the carry of the team, you're fucked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, it just, it, it's one of those games where you just gotta keep playing over and over again. It's Mm -hmm. it's your typical roguelike remote play on phone. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, that's a new one. I well, I don't know that. about you guys, but I have tomorrow off. I think it's Martin Luther I King. I have tomorrow off, Day? too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to, like, like set anything in stone, but I'm going to pretty much be hanging around all day. So if if you all want to play this, let's do it. Sounds cool. Are you, are you asking me out on a date? <laughs> <laughs> trying to schedule something. Trying to all get right. something uh, in the books here. I mean, I'll be out. I can, I can hop online. Okay. Christian, yeah, I'll play, I'll play some for the King. You didn't. You guys don't celebrate Martin tonight, Luther right? King That's Jr. up there, do you? You're, you're, you're saying tonight you want to play? No, no, not to. No, tonight. I don't know if I can do tonight. I'm saying tomorrow, but I'm oh, guessing Christian has to work on. tomorrow. Yeah, we don't. We didn't have Martin Luther King, so we. Uh, I mean, we, he was we work the world to all the whole entire world. How do you not have him? He's in everyone's hearts. Wow. True. Wow. There you go. Wow. Nice. Good. We, but we, save that for tomorrow, good I think. <laughs> we, we're not going to top that. Let's call it a podcast. Um, so uh, Steam concurrent players hit an all-time high. Uh, I, I think they just did it again uh, two weeks ago, and then they did it again just now um, this week. Um, yeah, they do it all the time, dude. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> it's not a big deal anymore. <laughs> well, you know, it's been a while, she, dude. It's been like over a year, probably, since I don't know. Hit it. Ever since like COVID started, they've been breaking this record like every month, it seems. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I read about a little why they think it happened. Uh, PUBG going free to play like brought in tons of people. And then God of War brought in like 70,000 people playing God of War at one time. 70,000 people. Is Steam the only place God of War is available? Other than, yep, other than and that's that. why people think it's you know PlayStation is going to have their partnership with hmm. Steam. Yeah, so that that is crazy, dude. So that is really good news because that means you know Last of Us, other shit like that, Spider Man might be coming to Steam sooner rather than later. Especially yeah, since I think the Spider Man is going to be on Steam within the next uh, year. I think it's going to be a holiday item, and same with the Last of Us. Yeah, it's all good news. So that's good. And then uh, difficult settings in video games, Nick? Yeah, so this is something I wanted to talk about. So because I had to restart my save and then because I was noticing something different in what, like through this playthrough, I was like, dude, I am like invincible. And like I am winning every arena fight. I am like, dude, what is the difference in this? in this like playthrough. And then I realized that a bunch of the difficulty settings have like were tweaked and dude, Bannerlord has some of the coolest difficulty settings. So you can like set the difficulty, uh, like not just like hard, easy and all that stuff. 
You can also set the like how much damage is dealt to you, how much damage is dealt to your opponents, how much damage is dealt to your troops, how much cha- like like how fast you swing and like how realistic damage is dealt like concurrently, like how how attacks are animated and perceived while troops are in battle. If it's done in waves, like it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. And so I, I wish a lot of different games had difficulty settings like this because like if you play fighting games and you play on like the quote unquote hardest difficulty, all the difference is like you get dealt double damage and you deal half damage, right? Yeah. But like if it's like, oh, the opponent attacks faster, that that would be cool. Or other things like that. Like just making things more of a bullet sponge is not really a difficulty change. But like one like the quote unquote hardest difficulty in this game is equality. That's that's what I want to call it. Because at the end of the difficulty scale is just called realism. So like everybody just takes the same damage. Mm. You get bonked in the head without a helmet, you're just gonna die. Mm. And so it, I, I think it's one of the coolest things about this game. And it, it took me a second to realize that A, you can just change the difficulty settings in the middle of the game, and B, how deep the difficulty settings get. I always thought that was weird in like Skyrim where you could just actively change it. You know, there's a like a, a spot where you can't get through. You just put it on easy, get through that spot, put it back on hard or whatever it was. And it, it seems like cheating, but who are you cheating? You're cheating yourself, dude, because you're cheating yeah. out, of, out of like, uh, you know, um, having a better time. You You want that right. It's hard. It's super hard to fucking find that perfect niche of difficulty. But the more sliders you have, the more likely, what are the chances that these three random things that they that the developers throw you, easy, medium, and hard, fall right where like uh, Back for Blood, it wasn't right. Easy, medium, hard was not right. There there needed to be a fourth, um, so they were wrong. And, but if the more options you have for your own difficulty, the more likely it is that you're going to have a good time with the final product. Yeah, definitely. I another thing that I want like I. I, I see as far as like difficulty goes and like I'm seeing it in my own life is D and D like every time we get into a fight now, especially when you're level like eight and nine and players are doing 70 damage, 60 damage on their turns against stuff. It's like, dude, I can only make them fight things with 400, 600 or like 300 health so many times before it's like, okay, this encounter took an hour to do the combat and Uh, and it's not fun doing that. And so like this past session, I introduced something really cool. It's like, it's called a jabber slice and it's a, it's a unit where it goes invisible and then jumps around the battlefield Mm. and it can't be seen by like normal means and even some magical means. And the longer it stands still and it shoots, because it shoots like these like big like spines um the more shoot like the more shots it can do and so it it puts the pressure on the party to not stand still and try to figure out where it is standing still and it's and like all my players were like like trying to figure out what the fuck to do and it was it was really nice yeah you gotta introduce new new mechanics uh like uh ropers ropers have interesting mechanics where they grab people and bring them in and then uh what are yeah What's the other one? Uh, uh, beholders. Beholders just shoot those rays and fucking do all kinds of crazy shit. So, yeah, you get, there's tons of stuff out there 
mechanics wise uh, to to mix things up. One sure. of the ones I like doing is uh, is like mind control, and like we ha- I have a I have a player that's been playing for ages, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, you failed like th- these three, you know, wisdom saving throws or whatever. And then he gets mind controlled, and then he starts actively attacking the party, and they're just like, "Fuck!" Yeah, and yeah, it's it gets really crazy. It's really yeah. fun, especially uh, if a character min maxes, and that person gets fucking mind controlled because they're all strength and all you know the hard stats and have no soft stats to defense. Yeah, you have to attack them and get some mind control in there for sure. Min maxing in D anD D pisses me off, dude. Uh, yeah. Dude, so I actually have a player that kind of regrets min maxing and it, and i feel bad because I, I i've at this point in the game i've told all of them hey please have backups because literally yesterday one of my players if he didn't have an ability he would have took 134 damage or 143 damage uh and instantly died if he didn't have a certain uh, uh, a rune of magical protection and I was like, you guys need to have backup characters because you guys are messing with a lot of dangerous ass shit. And one of the min maxer guys is like, I kind of want my character to die now <laughs> because yeah, he yeah, it, it, it just, it, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't like min maxing in D and D. I don't like having the perfect character. I like having characters with flaws and stuff. Flaws is what makes characters interesting and people sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Bobby. He's all flawed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm the example for that. Uh, let me he do smell, a, he uh, smells. Oh, we're going to talk about Sandstorm. Uh, before we get into Sandstorm, let me do a recap of what we talked about. Uh, Wait, you, you're not going to do the thing or you try no, to do it at the no, out? Because I'm trying to go so fast, nobody can even understand. Oh, I love when you... Oh, okay. So on the ra- I'll do it again. On the, on <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you. On the radar was Garden of the Sea, Demio. Dying Light 2. I'm going to do my radio voice. Uh, the Crystal Clash. <laughs> Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Serious Sam. Siberia Mayhem. Probably bullshit. Um, Arc Raiders. And on the highlights, we have Destiny coming to the stage. No, okay, I somehow slipped into fucking uh, strip club DJ. Um, <clears throat> Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Vampire Survivors for the King, Steam Concurrent Players is not a game, and Banner Lords 2, where difficult settings are uncontrollable. All right. Well, I had fun. <laughs> All right. Welcome Cookie Dough to the stream. I work with a bunch of jerks. All right, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> I think you did great. Uh, I think you did really great. All right. So let's talk about Insurgency Sandstorm. Uh, This was my first time ever playing this game, although I did play the first Insurgency a little bit. And right away, I noticed that this game was a little more, I don't know, easier, accessible. Uh, It was a little... I, I remember the whole thing about the first Insurgency game was... You couldn't see hit markers. You didn't know if you had killed the person. It was meant to be very difficult. You couldn't see your ammunition. It it really leaned heavily on the side of realism. And Sandstorm Mm -hmm. does this as well, but maybe not as much. Um, Nick, you have a lot more experience in this game. Can you comment on that? Yes. So I played a lot more Insurgency 1 than I played this game. And I didn't know some of the changes that they made to this game until... Um, 
until Sniper pointed them out, and then I kind of get upset. So um, this game, I think the perfect statement for it is that this is a better Call of Duty than Call of Duty. Um, and I actually got to talk to some players and have some meaningful conversation when I played. And they were like, this game's great. I don't know why it has it doesn't have more players. And I'm like, well, it's actually, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to the game and other people are coming back to the game. Like I, a couple of my friends were playing it because I was playing it. And, um, I think, I think this game does a lot of things. Well, like the balancing of, of the guns and things like that. But I really, really think that this game should have stuck with what it was before, which was a Counter-Strike mod. Um, in the sense of go with the gameplay a little bit slower instead of speeding it up. I like the customization. I like how you can change what your character looks like. I like you know all the loadouts. I like how you can change the grips and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, they're just doing all that stuff because of... Uh, you know, like games like Tarkov and 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 Modern Warfare, and where they where you can, we're not Modern Warfare, but Call of Duty, because the only reason why Call of Duty has all that attachment shit where you can change barrels and bolts and all that stuff is because of Tarkov. Um, Sandstorm was that way before Tarkov, dude. I think no, Sandstorm, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Not this, not this game. 2018. Hmm. Tarkov's been out since 2017. All right, but the attachment system has been in there since the original insurgency. I think you might be a little off the mark with that specific thing, is all. But okay. Anyways, um, I think I still think that Insurgency Sandstorm is a great game. I think it's a great pickup, especially if you love Call of Duty. Um, Once again, it's it's better than just Call of Duty itself. Um, Well, I was going into this expecting just like a, a Counter Strike clone for the most part, and I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't maybe i just didn't pick up on it i played quite a few modes i started out with the co-op it seemed a little easy like the wave survival one was kind of fun um where you just try to survive seven waves in, in one spot that was actually pretty challenging then i tried the um uh the verses and what's funny is i had kind of a similar experience to what uh amelia was describing last week uh the first game i got into was um i think it was just a basis uh, basic versus mode but it was just voice chat was just filled with like homophobic racist stuff just constantly a bunch of kids and um i was like okay great you know toxic toxic uh player base here super um but the gameplay like i was i didn't feel completely useless like i did in counter-strike counter-strike i get kicked out of games like i get i get vote kicked like that because i don't know what i'm doing um but then i joined another game and it was a lot more organized people were using voice comms in uh, a more productive manner and it was a pretty good time And, and again like i i feel like in insurgency i'm not like a hindrance to my team and Maybe it's because Counter-Strike has been out so much longer, but like that game is really difficult to get into because right away people are just throwing around terms like CT Oppers, Smoke Mid, like Banana Peaking, like all this stuff. And it's like, <laughs> like, what, like, it's what not are you wrong. Like, it's, Counter-Strike is arguably like as hard, if not harder to get into it and then leave yeah. because of all the lingo. And the only way to get into it is to like 
survive like the toxic player base, you know, like you just have to <laughs> like mute it or just uh, be okay with it and just be okay with being like a burden to your team for a long period of time. So you kind of figure out what you're doing. Um, so Bobby, did you uh, actively go down the list of different game modes or, because I found that like, if you, it goes by random, right? And then mm-hmm. let's say you go into the deathmatch one, one, which is the most toxic one. You'll just stay in the death. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, the thing yeah. that all the, all the, all the toxic people yeah, that are like, you'll just stay there. Well, that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And you'll keep going through it over and over again. Yeah, so you have uh, to no, actively I, take it off of you. Yeah. I would jump out and then I'd queue up again okay, good. and you know, you check the boxes to, uh, for the game modes you want to jump into the one that I think, um, God, what was it? Uh, the the one mode, it might have been Dominion, I think, that I, I think I had the most fun with. Um, I played Domination. That's the one I had most fun with. Maybe that's what I'm uh, thinking of. It was the one at the very bottom. Where there's three points and you have to stand on top of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, so my thoughts in general on this game. First of all, it's highly, highly polished. It feels like a game that's been out forever and has been worked on consistently, and that's exactly what it is. Definitely. Uh, another Definitely. thing is uh, there are so many of these games because there are extremes on the arcadiness of your first-person shooter. There's extremes like um, Arma 3, and then on the other side, you have something like, um, like I guess Call of Duty would be the most arcadey. And you got to find the right game for you in that if this is going to be your kind of game. I feel like this is this is kind of like right where I want my shooter to be. Um, I had a great time. I thought the shooting was spot on. I, I'm not one for attachments and all that. Uh, it was fun playing around with them. But, you know, you're, the, the increments of what you're getting out of things like that is, you know, there's a there's a certain limit that well you level up in this game and as you level up that gives you currency to uh buy things like cosmetic stuff i don't know if you can buy actual attachments there's like some weight mechanic to it where like you have you know nine points of weight to work with and you attach like a bunch of stuff to a gun but i think you can you unlock guns with the currency uh, no, no, everything's okay. already pre-unlocked. Um, as far as like how things work, I believe it's all done by, uh, like you said, a weight system and then also a point system. Because I know there was there was moments where I wasn't at weight cap, but I couldn't equip certain things. Yeah. Um, um, so because I, I, I guess I was like already too valuable. No, probably uh, uh, in slot. Like uh, only so many things in this in a certain slot, like yeah. card capped. Yeah. Well, um, so your I had to watch a video on this. So you know, basics on inventory and management. Um, so you have to you have to wear the heavy armor um, in order to have more pockets to carry more shit. Uh, if you don't have yeah. the heavy armor, then you can't. And then there's um, there's some additional like saddlebag to carry more stuff. But what they don't tell you nowhere in the game is that like the lower your weight limit, the faster you move, mm-hmm. the faster you switch your weapons, the faster, the faster you raise your gun, the faster you raise your gun. So you can basically Which is just super be, important. Yeah. You can be like, just like a guy with a double barrel shotgun, nothing else, a t-shirt and do 
pretty well because you just you know you're faster and quieter than other people and then you could go the other extreme and just be totally decked out with a giant machine gun and just uh hose people down um you know it's crazy how how different two different settings in in one game can be i play the death match toxic whatever found a way to have fun with the with the mg uh, but it was okay. It was just okay. And then, like you know, I played the whatever is the one with the the VIP. That was the one that really people were um, being very tactical and moving the VIP guy whenever it was clear and like clearing lanes for him. And I was like, "Fuck, this is this is intense." Um, yeah, man. This uh, this is one of my favorite shooters. I think. Yeah. Um. One thing that I, I, I will say again about this game, I already mentioned it, is that one, like and you said, is that it's polished, but it is so balanced. I feel like not many guns in this game, besides like the well rod, for example, are ineffective or not really uh, useless. Yeah, guns, um, guns kill. Almost every gun will kill you pretty quickly. Well, the time to kill seems very low in this game. Like, usually if you land a it's hit, a, the, the person's yeah. dead. Yeah, it's on the lower side for sure. One thing that I absolutely love is any game that kind of gets shotguns right, and this is one of those games. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tarkov is also one of those games where it's like, dude, a shotgun from, like, 20 feet away and you're using buckshot is going to rip you to shreds. Yeah. I was like, super was, happy with the shotguns in this game because I always – I always tout myself as a shotgun guy. And yeah, I was fucking, I was like, oh, I can't believe he's dead. In almost every other game, you know, it doesn't work. And like in this game, you're, you have a shotgun and you, you shoot, you shoot somebody and you're like, ah, I might not hit him. And then you shoot him and like, you just see this big ass splash of red mist. And you're like, oh, that guy, that guy doesn't have a chest anymore. He's a super and dead. Then, yeah. Yeah. I went with the flechettes. Flechettes, I think I'm spelling that right. Flechette rounds or yeah. flechette rounds? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're little darts Nick or whatever. Flechette. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you get bigger spread, but it's, you have to be more accurate with a butt shock. That, like, that's a huge difference, obviously. A buck shot, you only have one. You have to be accurate. The other one, there's some wiggle room, a lot of wiggle room, actually. The most wiggle room. Yeah, you have slugs, and then you have buck shot, and then you mm-hmm. have flechette rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, could, uh, I could see myself playing this. Tons. If I if Magic the Gathering wasn't in my life, I'd be playing this, probably. Am I mistaken in that the first insurgency didn't show didn't have a marker for your teammates? Because I was surprised going into this game when I saw that my teammates were marked, but the enemies weren't. Yeah, my, that's I, th- my I think the first insurgency didn't have the markers. Yeah, I think you're correct. Oh, did you guys talk about barks yet of the characters? No. Super interesting, man. I really thought this was cl- very clever. Um. So there's barks. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. Lines, I know what you're saying. I'm like barks. What the fuck are you talking lines about? Lines that the characters say involuntary. You can turn those off, by the way. Uh, but you don't want to because uh, they're involuntary. Um, you might turn them off so that you can't hear them, Nick. But like, if you throw a grenade, their characters will yell "grenade," uh, and then you can hear how many guys are over there running away from your grenade. You know what I mean? Like because they the character the players had nothing to do with it. The characters are scared, and so or you can hear somebody whimpering when they got shot and got hurt. So you yep. know that guy's still alive. Shit like that. What a great implement implementation of audio. 
the audio in this game was fantastic. Um, there's a level that's a, a, an office building, three levels, maybe four. There's a garage, whatever, lobby, upper suites, whatever. <coughs> it was chaos. You hear people running all around you. You don't know if some people are behind you. Um, I thought it was great because sound is so important in this game, hearing the footsteps, that when those footsteps are on the level above you or below you, it's fucking you all up. I was disoriented the entire time. I had a llama in a corner with a shotgun and did pretty well. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, you could not track anybody. So, yeah, the, the audio design in this game is fantastic. People told me forever that this game was good. I never touched it. And um, I'm sorry to all of you guys because you guys were right. I'm excited to I'm excited to play with you guys. Um, I will download I will download it again if this is something you guys are going to come back to. When I actually think we're going to play with you, man. Oh, because I'm the best at this game. When I down when I interviewed um, uh, John Higgins from the Insurgency team, that sound design component is something they're really proud of, and they did that because in the old comp mode, uh, you couldn't see uh, when people died. Right, you had to you either had to see their body, but if you shot them from across the screen, you might not know. But the last person alive on the 5v5 would make, oh, fuck, 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 and he would be really loud, so you could kind of pinpoint him so the uh, match ended earlier and he couldn't just sit in the corner and, like, mow you down. Mm. So it's a fun... Uh, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, shit. I guess we'll just leave it on that. So recommendation from everybody? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good. Uh, pancakes. I think you're the real hero here, <laughs> buying us a couple copies. I don't know how much it was on sale, but uh, thank you. Okay, real quick. When I, we used to play this game all the time, we found a bug that if you kept hopping on top of each other, you would just continually float in the sky like, in, until you could see the whole level. And uh, he, okay, one second, one second. Oh, jeez, oh, there it is. Okay, so we're seeing a bunch of people grouped together on top of each other, Levitating. slowly raising themselves. Oh, one guy fell. Oh, Bobby, <laughs> uh, I remember what I wanted to say. It depends on the game mode as far as unlocks. Um, some, like Domination or Dominion, whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, those ones, or I think it depends on the server. Uh, they might implement whether or not you've unlocked those guns or not. And then other servers, like when I played the... the um, the death match, all the guns were unlocked. But then when I played the more serious ones, I only, I had a very limited amount. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. All I, right. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, who's up for game of the week? Who's picking? That was you. Is it me again? I picked Sandstorm because it said pancakes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I think, I think it's Nick. It might be Nick. No, because I chose I chose the game before this, which was Bannerlord. Was Sounds it? Sounds about right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. God, I guess we're back at me then. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll think of something. Bobby, uh, just throwing it out there, because uh, I was going to pick it when it comes around to me, but maybe mm -hmm. I think maybe it's time to go back to Rust. But Rust? Yeah. Never. Oh, God, <laughs> please. Never. What are you, crazy? Well, we're going to have to when it gets to me, so we're either going to save two uh, weeks or not. All right. Uh, All right. All right, let's get to listener questions. We've got a few of them here. First one coming from Death. Oh, yeah? What? Do I miss something? Let's say you think you heard enough homophobic slurs and racist terms. Wait till you play Rust, man. Great. Uh, oh, I remember Rust. 
Uh, first question comes from Death. What would be a good PC game to get my wife to play? She has no gaming experience other than mobile games. I would, I would do a very dated game, but you could probably get it for free. Simple controls, simple shit. I've never, I've never had a female not like uh, Peggle, but it looks super old and janky. But you could probably get it for free. Peggle's fucking yeah, bad. but that's not a co-op game. Oh, co-op. Well, he didn't say co-op game. That's just kind of what I assumed. Yeah, it, uh. it's a PC game. Uh, mm-hmm. They they put it on. They put it on mobile. It's probably better on mobile now. But, man, yeah. Yeah, imagine. Um, I love that game. I played it for hundreds of hours. And, yeah, any any girl I've ever uh, put on there loved it as well. Hmm. It's just dated now. Um, trying to think of what else. Well, I will say this. The only game, my girlfriend never grew up around video games, never had a console growing up. So zero experience with video games, starting from ground zero. And we've tried to play games and it it didn't go far. The only one, I'd say the one that we had the most success with was Stardew Valley, mm. playing co-op with that. Because that's Minecraft, not man. that's not really a um uh uh control intense kind of game, at you all. know. Yeah. Uh, it's you really go at your own pace. You can't really lose at that game. And uh, it it's fun, you know. It's a it's a it's a great game, but I want to say she even played with a controller when we did that, and even with the controller, she did all right. Um, but I think the game's even easier with a mouse and keyboard. But that would be my suggestion. Maybe The Sims. That would be another suggestion. Yeah, the, the Sims, who man, you're gonna lose your wife. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Is The Sims really that good though? Because I feel like we. I, I definitely got hooked on it like way back in the day with the first Sims game. Yeah. But I went back and tried to play one of them, one of the more recent ones, and the graphics were just really bad. And I found it not very intuitive. Like I just, I couldn't get into it. And I'm not sure exactly. Maybe I just didn't give it enough of a shot. And I think it was Sims 4. Isn't that the most recent one? Yeah. Cheap. I think so. For homework. Remember? I thought, yeah, yeah. Was that the last time that we played? I, uh, I, <laughs> I put myself in a, a neighborhood full of supermodels, and had a pretty good time. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Th- well, my character had a pretty good time. I didn't like the game. Yeah, Rihanna, I don't know. Rihanna's like seventy-eight babies into a hundred baby challenge, where you try to get one character to have a hundred babies. See what I mean? And not die. There's no death. You can have as many babies as you want in The Sims. It's a utopia for birthing. Um, well, she's right yeah. behind you. <laughs> oh yeah, she. I feel like she's very proud of that. She she used to post her series stuff and update all her friends on like where her babies were at and like what the number was and who was the father this time. You know, some guy walking into the apartment. She made a super slut, basically. Uh, I wouldn't call that a super slut. I would call it like a birthing queen. That's how I would like pitch that. <laughs> like a queen bee, basically. Yeah. yeah. The queen bee. Queen of the hive. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people do stuff like that in The Sims now. They just have these weird experiments, basically. Maybe it's because everyone's kind of done with uh, just playing the normal game. But Obviously the jackpot <laughs> games, but that's for everybody. Trying to think. Yeah, those here. are party games. Minecraft, dude. How are you not choosing Minecraft? It's um, so intuitive. Well, because so his wife is probably not ten. 
dude. It's not going to play Bro, Minecraft. Dude, when you're new to games, I would say fifty percent of players of Minecraft are probably adults. Yeah, probably very immature adults. They're ten Whoa. years old on the Whoa. inside. Minecraft. Whoa, Bobby, are they started what? playing Way Minecraft off, when they're very young? You can be a full engineer and like do a lot of engineering in there. Uh, maybe yeah, it's but, just me, man. Maybe it's me. I don't get Minecraft. Uh, I jumped into it. Do not get it. Let's do a let's do a yes. little Google search. What demographic of Minecraft players uh, estimated? I don't know. It's a private company, so I don't know if they put that out there. I just set up a server for me and my family. Like all my cousins and my family played over the Christmas break, and my mom got into it. And she hasn't played a game since uh, those old Pharaoh City Builder games, and sh- and she's loving it. You know, she put six walls up. She killed a sheep. Uh, let's see here. Average Minecraft player is a twenty-four year old male. Twenty-four years old. So basically 10, yeah, maybe you're right, Bobby. (laughs) By today's standards, dude, a 24-year-old by today's standards, yeah, that's like a 12-year-old. Have you played Minecraft? Yeah. Really? I haven't. I've never seen it. I bought it. I I bought it. uh, I remember this specifically. I had a student who was really into it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot, and I bought it. I don't think Microsoft even owned it yet. Mm. I think uh, Mojang still had it or whatever, and I bought it, and I remember playing it, multiple times and it just never caught like i couldn't get into it and i know people make their custom servers and they do all these weird crazy things and it's like legos but in a video game but it's just like i've never been a fan we were talking about rust earlier i've never been a fan of those aimless games where hey create your own story it's open world sandbox you can do whatever you want it's like no dude like like, I, to that, me, a game has set objectives that you're trying to accomplish. That's, then once well, now they, Minecraft does have a set objective now, though. They, yeah, they have like quests or something, right? Well, I mean, it ha- like, like no, a quest like, line system. Another dragon, which is like the boss of the game. Oh, that's good. Which yeah. takes uh, like if you don't know what you're doing, takes quite a while. Yeah, yeah. You still it's still like an open world sandbox, but you have to like build yourself up to a point where you're strong enough to take that on yeah 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 yeah. i mean we should probably just invade sniper's family's server and just start bullying his mom and stuff no not my not my mother (laughs) leave her alone like lorraine give me all your emeralds we're gonna mug your son next dude that's very uh, that's an insult that you think my mom's name is lorraine by the way that's a gross name we're just gonna just alienated 0.1 percent of our pop our listenership yeah all the lorraine's just logged off dude Uh, all the lorraine's but we're gonna get on every tree and just make them all dick shaped it's gonna be (laughs) it's gonna be ridiculous dude our trees already are that shape like i don't I don't know. Yeah, so the answer is it's hard, man. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm, there's got to be like a really good RPG that's accessible. There's got to be, right? Costume yeah. Quest. Is Skyrim not accept? I feel like is Skyrim one of the ones you could just hop into and they kind of hold you throughout you the whole. If you don't have any gaming experience, I think Skyrim's pretty. Skyrim's a little heavy. Yeah, that's heavy there. That's heavy. Oh, I will say this: both. Nick's wife and my wife love Binding of Isaac. Love it. Um, so. yeah, unless your mo- unless your wife's like super religious or not into oh, yeah. like pee pee poo poo jokes. It's very then... it's very blasphemous and a lot of poop and pee and blood. Unless, uh, well, here's the thing: like, if you get the story explained to you, then it's not very blasphemous. Dude, but... it's blasphemous. Yeah, Regardless. I don't know. Even having I, some of those... there's a lot of pee pee poo poo jokes. <laughs> 
the fishing in Treasures of Nadia is actually really ah, good. I oh, think. Where's your full report, dude? What's going on? Yeah, where, where's our porn game report? Be it's honest. Post, okay, everyone, it's postponed. I really have to. I didn't. I haven't got the last fish yet, and there are some of the collectible rocks that I need to um that I, I need to add. Rocks. I don't care about that. Have you beat off to it? And what was the TTC? <laughs> time to go uh i'm not treating this game like that i'm treating this game like a game dude we're going for a full completionist right it's not it's not good dude that that part of the game is like so um embellished and over i don't know it's hard it's hard no pun intended to to get into you know like <laughs> all right all right uh okay next question from warconius um you guys really need to play God of War. It's peak video gaming goodness and a roller coaster of emotion. Can you think of a game that you've played and you feel like anyone that's into video games needs to play this? Uh, so first of God all, of I'll comment on God of War. Um, I I started on PS4, just never really got into it. But I mean, it's undeniable, right? It's one of the greatest games ever made. It's a ninety-three Metacritic on PS. Uh, on PC, but it's the first God of War game. So, do you think people are going to? It's getting great reviews on Steam, but do you think some people are going to be like, "Eh, this is kind of old news"? You know, it's like when did the original God of War come out? Are you talking about the first first one for like? Yeah, that's what the, that's what's on Steam right now, right? No, that this is the fourth one technically. But it, yeah, but this is the first. Like, this, this is, is the first one of the I'm newest confused. generation. Okay, so yeah, it's a, it, it's old as fuck, dude. Okay, so this is a reboot. Of... This is not a reboot. This is a continuation of the story where Homie has moved to the the Norse god pantheon. So this is basically God of War five. God of War, yeah, technically, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Okay, I thought this was the original God of War. Oh no, no, no it's like no, remastered. No, 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 not even close. This is this is a very serious and differently toned game than the other three. The other three, okay. you're like boning, like, like gods and stuff, and you're like slaying people by ripping their heads off and stuff. This is a mm-hmm. very different pace and more serious game. It's always been known for its boss battles, though. Those have always been like, yes. That's yes. the hallmark situation. You're fighting mega monsters, fucking. Uh, what are those things called in uh, uh, Rift, uh, Pacific Rim? What are those things? Kaiju's. Called? Kaiju's. Yeah, you're fighting basically kaiju's in in this. Um, but uh, what was I saying? You fucking completely threw me off. God damn it, Bobby! This original part. What, what are we talking about? God of War. I know we were talking about God of War, but what the fuck was I saying? Somebody else say something. <laughs> no. Well, Warconius's question is: Have you ever played a game that? You feel like anybody who's a gamer needs to play this. Like, there's nobody who plays video games that would not like this game. I don't know. Is almost every game I play, I'm like, this is really good, but you could always see some people not liking it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've probably never recommended a game as much as FTL. I mean, I fucking, I was just like, FTL's so good. I was trying to pass it on to non gamers i was just like please please give this game a shot just please i was so high on ftl for so long um yeah that's my answer but yeah totally like i totally get that like some people would be like i need something way more actiony than this this is like you have to Mm -hmm. stop time and stuff yeah Yeah. 
I don't know. The only game that I could think of that comes close to that would be Call of Juarez Gunslinger. I remember playing that game and thinking, wow, this is just a really good all-around game. Now, it is a first-person shooter, and it is like the old-school first-person shooters where it's just a campaign, and they actually had a pretty good arcade mode, too, which I enjoyed. Um, But it could seem a little dated for some people, but it's a Western game as well, and if you like shooters, like I don't think you can go wrong with that game. Game of the week, maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made me play it last time. I, I, no, no. Well, we had it was I a whole thing. No, right. when we were doing the homework section, and yeah. when we did the homework section, uh, we give it to one person. It wasn't like everyone had to play it. Um, so for Ray, I I said Call of War as Gunslinger, and he ended up playing the wrong one. But it's okay. And then there's that, that funny clip where he's like a boulder like three times, right? Yeah. 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 But Gunslinger was just like, I, I don't know, something about that game where I was just like, the, it, it was like a, a good action movie. You know, it was like, man, this just hits all the buttons for me. But at the end of the day, it's still an action movie. And if you're not in the mood for an action movie or you don't like action movies, yeah, you're not going to like it. Yeah. Mass Effect 2 is mine, I guess. Um, without pushing, playing Mass Effect, Mass Effect 1? Just you don't have to play Mass Effect 1. There, there's that literally is, like Mass a Effect 10 minute two, comic really? that tells you what happens in Mass Both. Effect 1. It's a lot of game. It's a yeah. lot of game for, well, it says for a gamer. So, yeah. The Mass Effect series is totally. Is anybody going to play the Legendary uh, Edition? What are you guys thinking? Mm, no. Not. no. Yeah, because really? I haven't played it before. Got to oh, gotta check fantastic, it out. Fantastic, dude. And what about FTL, Christian? Oh, yeah, I love FTL. I uh, I set up my brother's Steam account when we built his computer, and I was like, okay, I'll buy you one game, and it's going to be FTL because it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Did he like it? And you're like, it's also cheap. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, he uh, he he did like it. He's more into shooters and stuff, so I was taking a risk, but he he liked it. And uh, his first roguelike too—that's always cool to introduce people into like a new genre that they didn't know existed. Right? That's what, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, Biden Isaac would be up there too, just because of that. It's like the quintessential roguelike, and people don't understand that dying is part of a game. Yeah. Roguelikes have only almost turned dying into a perk or some uh, like a it's a mechanic. Dying is a mechanic. It's something that you always do in games, but it doesn't have anything to do with the game. Now it does. So, mm-hmm. yeah. A realistic look at death. Roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question from Zap. What do you think is the worst game launcher? God. All of them but Steam. No, Origin. It's obviously the Xbox Game Pass, man. Yeah, I say it's Game Pass as well. Uh, because it's being used so much and it's generating so much money and it still is complete garbage. I mean, they ignore simple things like just give me a list of the games that are in the Game Pass. It, I, I don't know. I think it's better now. It used to be really bad. But I think it's better now where I think you can actually you, you can actually get some sort of a list or I don't know if it's just all thumbnails or something, but it's not like... Yeah, there it is, the A to Z list. So if you click on that, does it l- just list the games, like the, the titles? No, it, you got a filter on there. So uh, no, no, there's no, these are all the games I own on Game Pass, but they have a library option. I don't know. I think 
the worst thing about Xbox Game Pass isn't this. It's got to be like the uh, well, friend. Yeah, there's system. worse things about it. But th- yeah, this okay. is like <laughs> this is like one thing where it's just like literally every other launcher is just like, hey, here's a list of all the games you have. Like, it's but not it's here. It's like step one, and they didn't even get that right. You want like a text list with no do you, thumbnails? Do you have Game Pass? Yeah, I have Game Pass, but where, these are the only ones I've downloaded. Okay, but how do you see the Game Pass? I want to see a list of all the games I can play. That's all I want. I want to see. Click a, on Game Pass, and that has all the. Okay, I don't want the thumbnails. I don't want them sorted by picks for me. I don't want recently <laughs> added. I want to see an alphabetical list of games with a search bar. <laughs> so particular. He wants a USB that he can put in his asshole and just download <laughs> everything. Oh, by the way, Pedestrian is on here. Did you notice that? Bar? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I downloaded it a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Instantly mood, instant mood change. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. Oh, Tainted Grail, dude. So good. Download that right now. Uh, you. You, you? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Download it, dude. Download it. It's so good. Yeah. The, the whole friend system doesn't exactly. really make any sense. That's really difficult. And then if you've ever tried to like join someone else's game through oh, Game God. Pass, that's a nightmare. Do you do it in the game? Do you do it in Xbox Game Pass app? Do you do you do it in the Xbox Game Bar? Like dude, it, it's, it's always so different. Fucked up. Yeah. It's um. It's a game within itself. Why is just, <laughs> they just renamed it to? Uh, it went from. The Xbox Game Pass for PC to now the Game Pass for PC. And then the CEO was like, yeah, admittedly, it was pretty confusing. That it was the Xbox Game Pass for PC. Yeah, now they're just calling like, what, PC Game Pass or something? Yeah, Game Pass for PC. Yeah, they had that commercial on the Game Nick, Awards for that. Right now. Tainted Grail. Right now what? Tainted Grail. Go get it. Tainted grit. What is tainted? Okay, doesn't matter. Just go grab it. You too, sniper. I, don't, I want. There's no excuses. And get Forza too while you're out there. But mostly, uh, tainted grit. I will not play Forza. Okay. Do you have sniper? We're looking at your Game Pass right now. Do you have the elite one or the special one where you have the cloud gaming as well? Uh, I do not. I just have whatever oh, okay. the basic. I'm so actually on like a free three month code now, so I, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Okay. By the way, you cannot use two three month codes apparently <laughs> <laughs> figured that out although i have the option to renew at the entry level price for a dollar so i can get another month for a dollar but then after that it looks like i'm gonna have to pay the fee nice. somebody bought you the the extreme it didn't work yeah oh. it didn't work unfortunately all right um i saw a button if you go back for all pc games i don't know if that will show Show me what I'm desperately looking for. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this is what I've seen before. So they still have thumbnails and they've got a few filters on the side, but you still can't like... So it's pictures that it was bothering you. <laughs> well, the thumbnail layout shows way too many things. Yeah. It's it's weird, dude. Actually, the next step in the Xbox Game Pass uh, UI is you have to physically walk around to these different booths mm-hmm. and to you pick to the VR game you want to do. Yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. go into VR and you have to walk yeah. through a hallway and yeah. there's just doorways that lead to each game and you have to actually open the door and yeah. walk into it to load, to download <laughs> the game. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you guys yeah. agree. It's the future. It's the future of gaming. Well, Phil Spencer what, listens to this podcast. He, he's going to do it. That's what the metaverse is, right? A, a lot of it is, uh, things that you can click on are now things that you can walk into that takes way more energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, they're all terrible, but that one, not because it's the worst one, dude. 
It's because it's so popular and making so much money and it's still bad. That's why it's a mm-hmm. violently... Well, I, I mean, Steam is obviously the best one. Epic is just missing a lot of features, but Epic is perfectly functional. The, the GOG launcher, yeah. that one's fine too. At least the Epic one is clean. Mm-hmm. At the very minimum. Yeah. It's clean. Not cluttered. Yeah, it just doesn't have as many features as Steam, but yeah, it is, it's got a simple now, layout. Let's go... Let's take one step into the the whole meta of here. Are we are we being more critical because it is not an exact clone of Steam? Like, is has Steam conditioned us to the point where like, oh, this is what it should be, and if you're not that, then you're fucked. Well, Steam did this before anybody, and they've had a lot right. more years to perfect it. No, totally agree. So. I don't know why they'd try to be reinventing the wheel or reinventing the game launcher at this point. Uh, lawsuits? I don't know if that's really copyrighted, but I mean, maybe some of the features. But I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like why break from what what really works? But I think what a lot of these do, a lot of these launchers do, is they try to push their product. So the UX is designed in a way where it puts things front and center that, will make them money like hey these are the new yeah, right. new releases or these are our yep. games or something like that so uh you know they got an angle um uh, uh i think you're very right another one i mean the ea one is pretty fucking rough yeah. i don't like it because it makes you sign into it even though you're using another launcher that is yeah it's it is annoying. so fucking so bad. fucking annoying I hate yeah. it. Well, Ubisoft does the same thing. They do, but I don't play Ubisoft games for the most part. So the the EA really all the Far Cry games. games. I don't play them. Oh, you played every Far Cry game except the second one and the first one. Yeah, I'm agreeing, but I also feel like the Far Cry games don't do it for some reason. I don't. I don't think it's as intrusive as the EA one. And yeah. the EA one, I think, is better now since they went to the EA whatever and the got rid of off. Origin. EA fuck off. That's what it's called. <laughs> Because that's all I care about. It right. move on. That's a, you got me up. I'm on tilt. Zap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Warconius asks. So why have the Germans taken over your Steam group? Didn't think Americans would surrender so easily. Can <laughs> we, we go there, dude? Can we go there and then put it into uh, fucking? Can you just fucking do the thing? <laughs> translate it. Uh, uh, Google, Google translate. translate. Yeah. And yeah. See yeah. We'll the, see what's going on. We'll yeah, have we'll some investigation. All right. Yeah. Cool. Let's move to the next okay. one. Okay. Well, I, I feel like I should explain this because this question comes up quite a oh. bit. Um, so there's a, a guy on Steam from Germany who I, I've talked to from time to time be, uh, before. He runs a website, I think it's grabfreegames.net, where it notifies you like, hey, these games are, are free at this site or that site. Um, and he gets quite a bit of traffic to it. So at one point he asked me, hey, do you mind if I, I post like giveaways and stuff in the Steam group? And I thought, hey, we're not doing anything with the steam group anyway, like yeah. nobody really uses it. So sure. Knock yourself out. So if you do see that, uh, like those German posts there, it's just, um, yeah, my, my German buddy over there, uh, giving away free games. Does he give you any kickbacks for the, like what's in it? Like surely he's given you something right under the table. No, no. Although he did, he did ask about sponsorship, um, one time, but, uh, that didn't really go anywhere. Um, but yeah, so I, I, yeah, it does look kind of weird, but come on. It's the steam group who uses those. Yep. He also posts those in, uh, 
the Game Gear deals or whatever that channel is on Discord. <laughs> Steam's the best thing ever made. Uh, who uses Steam? <laughs> uh, okay, click here for the competition, the big Amiga Portal competition, 2022. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry I asked for this. Yeah. All right, let's move on. This is a terrible bit here. Just translate and add. Okay, uh, next question. Oh, this is not a question. We got DLG pick picks for gamers. What would be the top movies for 2021? Oh, is this another Warconius question? Okay. Yeah, uh, can I get a list of like big movies in 2021? I don't even... Oh, okay. So he's saying... I have the memory of... We talked about our game of the year. What's our movies of the year? Yeah, yeah, is basically what he's asking. Are any of your movies from the year from the hit podcast movies on the DL? I do not believe so. Yeah. Let me, I got to oh, look at my letterbox. I was going to ask you now that you have your, this new job, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think about bringing back the pop, pop, pop? Um, I do. First of all, don't ask me on there. <laughs> no, like I, it's funny because I think back to when we were doing the movies on the DL podcast and it blows my mind that I was ever able to do that. Like, oh yeah. Less time now. Yeah. Less time really? now. Or maybe I just never had enough time and I just squeezed my just schedule like I often do. But yeah. I feel like you're playing way more games now, dude, which is, I'm, I'd rather you be playing games like than like us games. doing movies on the DL. I'm, I'm honestly watching less movies and I think that's why I'm playing more games. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. That's I'm exactly just, where I want you. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, still i'm starting to watch more movies now no but, no that's not where i watch but i mean i was knocking out at least a movie a day yeah. you know like that's Whoa. a that's a lot yeah uh, not really doing. Uh, what came out this year dude okay so we had matrix resurrections we talked about that um uh, well he's talking about last year oh dune for sure is mine okay dune uh, what yeah. about mitchell's versus the machines you really like that I one i did really like that yeah, you said. I think you said that was your favorite movie of the year at some point. Yeah, but it's later in the year, and I okay. Seen Dune so yet. Now you're switching to Cause, Dune because when I saw Dune, I was like, "Is this a new Star Wars?" That's how much I like that. Yeah, that was huge. Um, and then more recent, oh, I haven't seen it yet, but knowing myself, I'm gonna fucking love Spider Man. Like everybody's saying, it's the best Spider Man ever. Uh, the critics are saying it's the best Spider Man ever, and I just haven't seen it. And I just watched the first two again. I'm ready. I'm all ready to watch it again. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife isn't even coming close then. You know, I, yeah, it, it's in the top five. Okay. But I don't even know if I see, if I watch seven movies a year, that that is a lot, I think. I feel like. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Wow, dude. That, no, you watch more than that. Seven movies a year? I don't. Seven? New ones? Why, why aren't oh, you on Letterboxd, dude? Is what? there a reason why? Oh, you're talking about new movies, like that came out. No, m- n- movies I have not seen before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe seven I think, a year. I think, I think uh, 007 has to be one of the better ones this year, too. It was such a good fucking movie, dude. I heard that it was really good. What's it called? Uh, no Time, no to, time die. to Die. It's the last one for, what's his name? Mm. Daniel Craig? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, if you're on Letterboxd, you can sort by the year there, so... I don't know if you can sort by my highest rated. I, it's probably going to be that Bo Burnham comedy special. Um, that one was really good. Oh, man, there were a lot. I'm looking at the movies released. Nobody was up there. Really liked that one. Nobody was really good. Yeah, nobody was you, up there. I actually you rated The Green Knight five out of five fucking stars, dude, didn't uh, you? Four stars. 
okay. But yeah, I like the Green Knight. Um, I'll tell you what surprised me, though. I really like that new Suicide Squad movie. You know, I don't really go in for those movies, but... Um, I like the two. Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of James Gunn. I like his style, his punk rock trauma style. Are you going to watch... A, are you going to watch... A... What's the guy John Cena plays? I can't uh, remember the character, but didn't he die in that movie? James Gunn is on the show. I mean, is works is works on the show. What? Yeah, isn't James Gunn on working on that show? Uh, John Cena. Oh, I don't know. I, I haven't heard about that. Peacemaker. Uh, yeah, Peacemaker. Oh yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, written by James Gunn. Uh, yeah, it, uh, what was yours, it's a, Bobby? a sequel and a prequel, and it's got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Favorite movie of the year? Well, according to my letterbox, which I don't always agree with, sometimes I go back what? and look at my reviews. I don't agree with yourself? What are you, what are you saying? Well, yeah, because you have perspective after a certain amount of time. You look I, at a review. Yes, dude. You've never done that before. You've never been like, so walked out of a theater and been like, best movie ever, and then five well, months later, you're like... Time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, my highest rated for this year was uh, Bo Burnham inside the comedy okay. special and um, nobody actually. Mm. It's really weird for me on letterbox. If you look at my letterbox, like three and a half stars is like a cap for me. It's really hard for a movie to make that jump to four stars. And the green Knight did it. And the green Knight <laughs> did it, man. But I knew what I was walking into with the green I Knight. I fucking... I sat here and listened to you talk about the Green Knight. It sounded like you hated it. Really? Yeah. Well, not hated it, but I couldn't tell that you liked it. It's so hard to tell when you like something. I'm yeah. so tired. I'm exhausted, Bobby. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I don't know what anything means anymore. Can't did do this did anymore. anyone else here watch the Green Knight? I just really need to clear the air just really quick. I watched it. And you liked it, too? Because you knew kind of what you like were... it. Oh, you didn't like it. Gotcha. Okay. All the story is, is him doing all the things a knight is not supposed to do. There you yeah. go, Bobby. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Someone's never ca- came in a belt before. <laughs> uh, oh, my watch list. Yeah. Trying to, trying to chip away at that. All right, I believe Def, I would say yeah, tie between Dune and Machines Machines. I love both of those very much. Okay, two very different movies. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Nick, did you say what yours were? Uh, no Time to Die, uh, Spider Man. Uh, I mean that's going to be really it for me. Okay. Can, Dune, can we? Dune. Yeah, definitely Dune. But do if we're gonna do a DLG consensus, like all come together, we could agree. It's probably Dune, right? Yeah, I could go with Dune. Yeah, Dune, totally. Um, God, no time to die. I really wanted to see. So what I was doing when that that movie was supposed to come out April twenty twenty. And it got postponed over a year, like a lot of other movies, because of COVID. But I was in the process of watching every single James Bond movie. Now, I've only seen, like, Goldeneye, and that might have been it. Like, Mm -hmm. I've just never watched James Bond movies. So I was doing this thing about two years ago where I was going through every single James Bond movie. And then right around, like, 83, that year where they released two in the same year, and uh, the original James Bond, uh, uh, Sean Connery, came back to do one like i just kind of hit a wall and i just couldn't do it anymore man like those movies are pretty 
goofy. People love them, but if you watch them back to back to back, it's it's pretty brutal because yeah. it's it's very repetitive and they're pretty silly. And they yeah. really start to during the Roger Moore years in the seventies, they really just start to chase trends. Um, and yeah. the the eighties is notoriously a bad a bad spot for Bond movies too. Uh, I think those were the Richard Dalton years, and then uh, bad spot for just about everything. No, there's a lot of great movies in the 80s, man. You're going to say the 80s was like a bad time for movies? A lot of cocaine, dude. Oh, my God. Wow, dude. Uh, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Beverly Hills Cop, Mad Max. I mean, we could literally go for 80s movies. We could literally go on for like hours. It's not good. Uh, But... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, man. So I never, I, and I've been meaning to pick up from there too and like continue to watch the James Bond but movies, no. but I just haven't Why? been able to. It's torturous, dude. And, and it's self-inflicted torture. Might as well just be whipping you. Well, I, sh- I feel like I should watch them so I can at least have an opinion on them. I mean, I sit through a lot of crap. Why not, uh, why not more James Bond movies? And when it, a lot of crap like this, it's podcast. just kind of tough because I know I got a really rough patch to go through before I get to Goldeneye, and then there's a real rough patch after that until we get to Daniel Craig. What was after Goldeneye? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, the more, world, world is not enough. More Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, ones. more. Uh, yeah. All the other Pierce Brosnan ones were not good. Uh, Goldeneye was like one of the best Bond movies ever, and then it's just a bunch of crap mm-hmm. after that. And then, uh, and then we get to Daniel Craig and kind of reinvents it, and those ones are good again. You heard that? Who you heard? Who's the new James Bond? Right? No, did not know who. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. No way. He's too young, me? dude. You're. I feel like you're. Uh, you're playing a joke here. How old is Tom Sniper. Holland? Look it up, Sniper. Give me. Give me that Sniper look up. Wow, oh, this is outrageous. Well, new James. This is outrageous. This is unfair. Uh, Idris Elba, Henry Cavill. I wanted. I, I wanted to be Idris Elba. Yeah, I could I could see that because James Bond has to be of a certain age. He's got to be like late thirties minimum. Uh, Roger Moore played James Bond till he was almost sixty, I think. I think Henry Cavill's a little bit too beefy to play James Bond. Well, he's not um, British either. Well, yeah, he, he could put on the accent. Henry, Henry Cavill's, Cavill's British. Yeah. British, yeah, super British. Yeah. British as British can be, bro. Wow, did not know that. Yeah, he plays Warhammer. I did well. Drinks tea. So, Nick, you did just make this up, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Leslie tells me it all the time. She's like, Tom Holland's going to be 007. <laughs> Is that your source of news? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, Let's just cut out the bullshit and have her on the podcast because yeah, apparently you get all your news from hers. Her. Throwing Leslie under the bus. Throwing Leslie's <laughs> crush under the yeah, Wow, dude. Rough. The cat whispers shit to me at night. Yeah. Oh, you know, I did. Uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, he's playing Nathan Drake in that Uncharted movie, yeah. and I saw the trailer for that, and I didn't even realize until like uh, it was almost over that it was Uncharted, and it didn't look that bad. No, it doesn't. Dude, uh, fuck. Oh god, Mark Warburg is as as what's his name, Sonny. Jesus Christ. I don't know who yeah, Sonny is. Never uh, played yeah. Uncharted games. He's supposed to be like a six-year-old man with like gray hair and smoke cigars and be fat. And then it's Mark. There's plenty Warburg. of those guys in Hollywood. Surprised that they went with the younger guy. Yeah, I know. It's... Okay, real quick before the end of this episode, I feel it coming on. I feel Emilio's foot, left foot twitching. I know right. it's coming. Um, Bobby, you got your letterboxed year in review, mm-hmm. which 
yeah. summarizes like you know <laughs> your most watched director and minutes watched and I, a lot of cool things. How how did you get that? They emailed it to me. Oh, they emailed it to you. Yeah, cool. let me jump in uh, real quick. Reddit did the same thing, and I found it really interesting. All the stuff that was on there. Yeah, those end of year review. review things are awesome. Yeah. I get, apparently I scrolled through like seven point four miles of. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Whoa! I'm, I'm making up a number. I have no idea what it was. It was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Of R slash pole vaulters. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh. <laughs> His guilty pleasure. <laughs> All right. What's everybody playing next week? God of War. You watched Theodore Rex this year? Yeah, I watched it like two days ago. Why? I had to see it, dude. It's Whoopi Goldberg and a dinosaur in a buddy cop movie. It's fucking horrible, dude. It's so bad. Oh, you can't yeah, give less than one star? No, you can give a half star. Okay. Um, the, the dinosaurs look great. They look like the dinosaurs from the TV show Dinosaurs, yeah, which I, I love. It was the same guy, Jim, uh, what, not Jim Henson, but the same guy did that. And the dinosaurs looked awesome. And that, that's where the, yeah, he the half exactly star like comes the in. Yeah, but um, the movie itself is absolute garbage. It starts with a text crawl at the beginning that summarizes the entire movie, even the twist at the end, revealing who the bad guy is. And it's just like, dude, you just told me the entire movie and now I've got to sit through this garbage. It was horrible. It was horrible. (laughs) And I read somewhere. It's like the only movie Whoopi Goldberg regrets. Uh, Sniper, were you going anywhere? With uh, yeah, this is a call to action, but not for us. For letterbox.com. I feel like everyone should be on it. I love the idea of no algorithm social media. I just go on and I see what my friends are watching, you know, and I see mm-hmm. what they've rated stuff. And it gives me a good idea of like maybe what I would like. So if you're out there, make a letterbox and throw it in our Discord. Yeah. Yep. Get on it if you watch movies or if you want to see what movies. Everyone else is watching. We got a lot of people on there, but I feel like the people who only still use it, at least on my friends list, is uh, Christian. Yeah. I don't think. You know, we had uh, Warconius and Taglaro and you know a lot of the other listeners on there, uh, Lotion, but I don't, I don't know if they update it too often. I see Yeah, Warconius new year, new you guys. Come on. Come yeah. on down. Update your letterbox. Let's do it. The reason I watch so little movies is I almost always enjoy video games more. Almost always. Kind of that whole thing that you were saying about, uh, like, you'll complain about a six-hour game, but then you'll play uh, fucking DRG for 15 hours. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's like, um, I don't want to do this for two hours when I could go do that for mm-hmm. four. Even. Well, yeah, in a movie, I mean, you got to sit through the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't really just watch, like, half a movie. Not if it's Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog? Walk right out of that shit, dude. What's Ghost Dog? Uh, we talked about this before. It's a uh, fucking uh, Whitaker, something Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker, uh, being a modern day samurai assassin. Apparently, it's pretty good. Like people oh, like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the fuck is this? Yeah. Three point four. Three point eight. That's really high for that's really high. I was just like, "What is this?" Okay. I thought it was going to be a ghost dog. It's the only time I've ever walked out of a movie. Really? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I've never walked out of a movie. I fell in, I've fallen asleep in a, a couple movies, but I've never like walked out in protest. You want to know what I fell, fall asleep on? What's that? Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Really? But only because I went to a special screening that started at 6 a.m. We had worked all night. I got oh, there. Okay. And then they. All right. Wa- so there were extenuating circumstances. And they showed all the other six movies first. 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to fall asleep yeah, in that yeah. case. Yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've fallen asleep in Apollo 13. Um, the, uh, oh, God. Uh, Maybe we just put movies back into DLG. Because this. Nah, I don't know. People, yeah. everybody's You're already turned out, tur- tuned out at this point. So, and I don't blame them. That's okay. They were here for the video games and they left for the movies. Um, but yeah, man, uh, playing next week, kind of interested in God of War, but I just don't know if I want to pay. What is it? Fifty or sixty bucks on it's Steam? Sixty, I think. Or right? nine, 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 nine. Oh, 50? By yeah. the time you buy it, and I can play you off your account. Literally, it's. So Mila's like, you have like ten thousand games. I was like, it's all, it's all, it's all my garbage. It's games. all garbage. Yeah, but it's actually a, more of a problem than it is a boon because mm-hmm. you have to sort through that shit to get yeah. to the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not great. And you stopped buying games two years ago, so it's like, yeah, it's you very know what? That I, I'm just it. take me off. But here, here's the thing with I'll subscribe. <laughs> here's the thing with God of War, though. I got a feeling. I, I am 99% sure that I'm going to play two hours of that game and then never touch it again for the rest of my life. All right, man. I guess I'm going to buy it. All right. And then I'll download it off your yeah, account. I play know. Two, play I two know. hours of it and then never play it again for the rest You're of my life. You're going in with such an enthusiastic attitude. You know, I have no, to wonder. I, I don't play <laughs> campaign games, really, especially not long ones. Like yeah. Call of War is Gunslinger, six-hour six hour game, five-hour game. Don't give me a... Don't give me an open world with no direction. But if you do give me a direction and it's a linear story. Keep it short. Keep, keep it, it short. short mm-hmm. so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like it's like TV versus movies. Like people will watch eight hours. of They'll binge watch TV, yeah. but they won't watch movies. Right. And I think there's something about like that incrementalness yeah. of it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Because you could bail out at any time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, in a movie. Yeah. yeah. So with, uh, with video games, like, you know, I'll, I'll, play like three hours of deep rock but i can't it's so much harder to do that in a campaign game for some reason for me yeah well whatever yeah. you like what you like dude mm. wasn't always like that all right uh speaking for bobby nick and the guy that's on the top screen uh christian uh <laughs> and myself mahalo titties don't forget to do the oh, thing. Uh, okay. Gardens, uh, Garden of the Sea, Demio, uh, Dying Light, uh, Crystal Clash, uh, Chicory, Sirius Sam, Severian, Mayhem, uh, Ark, Raiders, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Vampire Survivors, For the King, Steam, Concurrent Players, Better Lord 2, <laughs>